Hey, what's going on? This is Cheers from the Press Box. I am Headphone Joe, and I'm here with... What's going on, everybody? Brett and Tassif joining you. I can scream and yell. Joe is trying to stay quiet. Yes, uh, I am in a very hushed tones because after two days of drinking more than I have probably in a year... Nah, I've had some pretty torp days through the pandemic. I am uh I'm actually on location, but we'll talk about that in just a second. So yeah. as always, as always how do we do this thing again? Why did I hit So if you're new to the show, <laughs> quick rundown of the show. It, I got it, I got it. All right. So we do the kickoff where we discuss some of the bigger th- topics that are going on in sports this week <laughs> is no different than any other. I stole that from Brennan. Um so we'll be discussing the AFC south finally the last in our series of nfl division previews boom and then we're going to talk about some mlb stuff and folks it's going to be a short show so only two topics in the kickoff we got a couple quick hits and we're out of here no walk off today because your boy is recovering and i'm whispering i don't want to whisper for over an hour because me and brennan could go on and on and on um so like every week, how do I kick through this? Oh, start this the way. You know, you know what time it is. Time for the kickoff. Ready to return the opening kickoff. Perfect way to kick off. Here we go. Time for the kickoff, folks. Like I said, I'm in. This is seat. weird that we're putting in the drop. We always used to put the drops in in post, but then I got used to putting having the I drops know, while live. It sucks. It sucks. Um. Because it sets Wait, the tone. That's the thing. Yeah. Before we get everybody, just so you know, Joe is I'm on vacation. Right now. I'm okay. Right now. So, like I said, we are previewing the AFC South. Oh, I see what you're doing. I see exactly, what you're doing. Exactly. Yeah. We're previewing the AFC South. So, one of us had to be able to go to camp. Yeah. Brennan <laughs> decided to move and take hurricanes with him to New York. So, you said, uh, I said, you know what? Fuck it. I'll go down to Jacksonville. I'll talk to Urban. I'll talk to Tony. I'll shake the hand and kiss the babies and see what's going on in the Jacksonville organization, folks. I am currently in my buddy's spare room recording this as he sleeps. Uh, So, uh, Brennan, do you have the over-unders? Are these the correct over-unders here? Yep, I got the over-unders listed there. So for everyone listening, we are going to do, even though it says the NFC East on the rundown, it's the AFC South. <laughs> so no one can see that. <laughs> I know. I just, honestly, I didn't catch it earlier until just now. <laughs> I didn't catch it until I had to say what we were previewing. I was like, that's not right. <laughs> so we're going to go from the worst teams to the best team as of last year. So to start it off, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars. At mm, six point five, I'm trying so hard to say it the right <laughs> way now, but now I'm in my head about it. So we've got the Jags. Think of, think of Jag War, like you're going to war. Jaguar. Boom. Oh, that makes it go. a lot easier. There you go. All right. So my we'll Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars. Joe is currently in Jacksonville, getting his drink on and his ball mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. More about that on a new low. If you know what yep. I'm saying. Yep. Wasn't but, gonna discuss that on the new low, but okay. Oh, you're not going to talk about your new girlfriend? <laughs> That's getting bleeped. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Um, so the Jaguars are 6.5 is the over-under. Um, lots of things happening. As the listeners know, this is my team. 
This is my favorite Homer team um, we got going in the NFL right now. So I want to get your thoughts first, since you are on location in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Right. What do you think? Hmm. Six and a half. Rookie quarterback. Coach who's been out of coaching for two years now. Still Third year a- quarterback. Rookie quarterback. <laughs> Coach who's been out of coaching for two years now. That wasn't a reset, folks. I said the same thing. I'm good at this. Um, yeah, I see them going under. Uh, <laughs> Trevor is good. Uh, yeah, they're going under. Mm, yeah, they're going under. Um, yeah, yeah, they're going under. Uh, Trevor is good. Trevor's going to have to learn the ropes. Um, I don't. I'm not infatuated with their receivers, the junior mints, as uh, the junior mints called them. Uh, DJ Chark Jr. I didn't know he was a junior until you sent me that screenshot, by the way. Yeah. Um, Marvin Jones Jr., LaViscus Chenault Jr. LaViscus Chenault, your name's already difficult enough. Throw the junior on there. Uh, come on. Come on. Lighten up a bit, buddy. But um, <laughs> offensive line is still an issue here. Their tight end situation is god-awful. Um, the defense... <laughs> Has improvements. Um, has to be better than last. It, it has, has to it be. Has, has just because on paper last year, they should have been pretty good. They've got good corners and good pass rush. It's just they can't stop the run mm-hmm. to save their lives. I like them picking up Shaq Griffin. Um, yeah. Sidney Jones, as a former Eagle person, I don't like him because I hate all our corners, but he should probably be better once he leaves there because I don't know. We're the black hole of cornerbacks. Um so yeah, I, I got them going under. I mean, okay. So I I actually like the um, offensive weapons. Um, I think Marvin Jones Jr. is a you know Pro Bowl caliber wide receiver. Uh, Lavisca Chenault is a freak of nature when it comes to athleticism. Um, just got to stay healthy. So my biggest things is I think the defense has to be better than last year, just because on paper we've talked about this before with other teams on paper. They seem, I mean, I wouldn't put it at a A minus or an A. It's probably like a C plus, B minus kind of a defense, but still, that's enough to kind of hang in a lot of games. I'm taking the over. I'm taking the over real heavy. The only reason is because we'll go over this with the rest of the division, but they play everyone else in this division twice. And I think this division is imploding from the inside. Um, well, and that's why I hemmed and hauled for a little bit. Yeah. And then recalibrate some things that I'll discuss as we go along. I know they, they won't, they don't get to beat up on this division. I think they, well, I'm taking the over. I, I like the offensive weapons. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be able to in the division. Well, I, okay. We're betting on that. Then <laughs> we're heavily betting on that. Um, I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be able to learn on the fly. They everyone knows how I division f- last year. What are everyone knows how I feel about uh, Gardner. Yeah, but they, they lost like five games by three points or less. Everyone knows how I feel. I'm not getting into this. Everyone knows how I feel about Gardner Minshew. I love Gardner. Uh, I would like him to start and have Trevor kind of, but Trevor Lawrence is the kind of generational talent where it's like he has, he has to play. Like you can't not play him. Yeah. So he yeah, can't not start the season. What message are you sending to your, 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 exactly. your fan base if you draft the guy? What who message are you sending to the team? Yeah. The guy, the guy who's been talked about as the number one pick since he was in high school and you bench him immediately. Like what? Yeah. That makes zero sense. So I think they're going to, uh, obviously he's going to start my biggest. So my biggest concern 
is something I talk about constantly, be it how to build a team, draft, all this stuff. The offensive line, mm-hmm. the offensive line is not good. Our starting left tackle, Cam, gets hurt playing chess. Like, And I know I say that all the time as a joke, but he's literally been out at least three games every season since he's been a rookie. Mm-hmm. Um, and Will context, Richardson... How, how long has he been in the league now? Five years. Boom. Um, Will Richardson Jr., who I'm a huge fan of, uh, one of my regulars, uh, he uh, <laughs> goes into... Regulars. Yeah, former regular. He goes in, uh, he plays, he's the third tackle. So basically he spells either Jawan Taylor or Cam on the other end. And he's, you know, he's a decent enough player. But again, it's one of those things where it's like when you have your starting left tackle get hurt as often as Cam does. And then the backup is a guy not too many people have heard of. You know what I mean? Like he's not like a solid veteran. He's only his third, third or fourth year in the league. He's not like mm-hmm. some stable. It's, we're not going out and getting Jordan Peters who, you know, was a starter for a long time, and then maybe Jason we'll, Peters. Yeah, I'm sorry, Jason Peters, Jordan Peters, <laughs> Jordan P. I'm like, Ooh. but you know what I mean? Like, you're not going out and getting like a, a veteran presence that's kind of like. So it makes me nervous. The offensive line, huge, huge red flag. We paid all that money a few years ago for um, Andrew uh, Norwell, and mm. that guy was a huge bust. After I mean, considering the contract we gave him, yeah, we did just get rid of Joe Schubert. Uh, we shipped him off and yeah, then for like a fifth round pick dump. six round pick six round pick. Yeah, yeah that was weird because the, the we paid him a ton when he became a free agent when he left Cleveland and then it just wasn't working out. But I do think, you know, Miles Jack, we've got uh, the Josh Allen, the real Josh Allen, um, uh, Chase on I, his first name is difficult to pronounce. Uh, but like I said, as far as the defense, I think we'll be able to maintain. It's just the offensive line to get that offense going. And huge shout out. Everyone knows Robinson. That's my guy. That's, the, that's my that's my Alfred Morris of the Jaguars. Love that guy. Um, so, oh, James. Yeah, James. I think oh, they're going. You can't just go last I, day with James Robinson. Such a common name. <laughs> hey, you said it, not me. Let, let it be known. <laughs> Let it be known. I did not I was say like, that. Who is Robinson on this lineup? <laughs> um, well, because one time I called him Jason Robinson and I felt terrible because I've waited on him a few times. Oh, so I was wow. like, I know his name. Wow. But um taking the over. Um, I'm taking the over. I'm just a big fan. I think Urban yeah. Meyer is gonna That's be very much thinking. like uh over John under amount Wait. of brain aneurysms, Urban Meyer has Who's this the Harbaugh? Who's the Harbaugh that Jim? was in the 49ers? Jim. Jim. Okay, I think Urban Meyer is going to bring a lot of that Jim Harbaugh energy, like rah, rah, get it going. They'll be good for the first couple of years. Then everyone's going to be fucking sick of him. That's what I think. Mm, nah, but nah. Um, we'll we see. Can move on because we, we were on. We've spent way more time on the Jags than anyone probably uh, was thinking we would, even though they should have known because you're a Jags yeah. fan. And I was Sorry, coming 10 to minutes. report live. Um, yeah, you're but, on site. Uh, I'm on site. Come on. On site. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, Houston. Now looking at the running back depth chart, why did they draft Entian? If you went and I, picked up Carlos Hyde, why did you draft him? Joe, do you not remember season? texting with me during the draft I as I screamed it, for I the old Miss wide receiver or but, the safety from TCU? That is true. But at that time, free agency hadn't opened. Wait, did free agency open before? We had Carlos Hyde last year. You had Carlos Hyde last year? Yeah, I'm almost positive. I don't think so. 
Was he not on the Dolphins last year? Oh, man. Now I got to look at the Carlos Hyde's. I got it. Keep make your point. Okay. I, I, no, that was the point. I just don't know why you'd have Carlos Hyde and Robinson and then draft a first round running back. Why not spend I'm that sorry. Uh, he was with Seattle last year. He was with Seattle. Oh, he was with Seattle last year. Moving on. You already invoked the name. Uh, Houston Texans. This is a interesting one to dissect because... Interesting. If you look at the quarterback depth chart, Tyrod Taylor is the starter. Deshaun Watson is fourth. So we all know, we're all cognizant of the troubles Deshaun Watson has placed himself in. Um, Did you see that the FBI interviewed him? I saw, I heard that the FBI had but do you know why? involved to a level. No. They, so obviously the fucking clickbait headline on ESPN and everything on the ticker was FBI investigates Deshaun Watson. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, well, this is a little weird since no criminal charges are pending. So then I looked into it, but then I looked into it and, but they, the F, so there are criminal charges pending and the FBI was actually investigating extortion of Deshaun Watson. Yeah, so it had nothing to do... The FBI wasn't investigating Deshaun Watson like, oh my God, the FBI is coming after him. Uh, They were like, hey, are you being extorted by these people or this lawyer um, out of Houston and everything? So I thought mm -hmm. that was interesting how it was. Mm -hmm. FBI investigates Deshaun Watson. It's like, well, I mean, technically, yeah, but they're actually trying to figure out if he's getting fucked. Interesting. Um, So yeah, Deshaun Watson has... Made his bed, no pun intended, and he has to lie and deal with that situation. Um, and that is, we had a whole discussion about that that I think, yeah, um, was pretty good. So, to just look at the team, where do we think this team will go from there? So, the over under is four and a half. Um, what did they go last uh, year? Like four wins, I think, three, four wins. Uh, f- yeah, I'm sorry, it might have been. I'm up. not. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not looking at, I'm looking at their current roster and yeah. everything as it's constructed now. Um, I So I was going to take the under, because originally um, when everyone thought Deshaun Watson was playing, the Houston Texans were poised to compete with the Indianapolis Colts to win this division. Um, and now everything that's happened, Deshaun Watson is at practice. Um, excuse me, he showed up for training camp, but he's not actually practicing, is how I meant to word that. <laughs> so over-unders four and a half. I'm really okay. I thought it was five. I'm really on the fence, but I'm going to take the under only because Deshaun Watson is a top five, seven. We're not going to get into this whole debate again. He's a top quarterback (laughs) in the NFL Um, and taking him out as good as Tyrod Taylor is. I mean, he took the bills to the playoffs a few years ago, as good as he is maintaining. I don't think he can. I don't think he's got the talent to give them, you know what I mean? To like produce an extra two or three wins for this team. And I already think they're only going to win a few games to begin with. So I'm going to take the under. Yeah. Um, four and a half is such a low number, but there are teams that win less than four games, less than five games. And this is going to be one of those teams with the Sean Watson, like you said, a top, top five, top 10 quarterback, wherever you want to place him. Um, they won four games last year and they had more talent on that team last year. Uh, they have a rookie head coach who's an older man, but first time getting a head coaching job, kind of put it into a very, very bad situation. Um, you got Tyrod, like you said, Tyrod's good, but Tyrod's not 
there's a reason Tyrod's been on multiple teams. Yep, exactly. Um, Phil Lindsay had a great season for the Broncos, I want to say two, three years ago. Hasn't really produced at the same level, but they also brought in a bunch of backs kind of to share the workload with him. And I think he had a couple uh, nagging injuries. Mark Ingram's here. Like, Brandon Cooks is the name that you, you know, but after having Will Fuller there and all the other guys they've had there in the past, Brandon Cooks being there and being alone, basically, like... It's just it, this. It, they're not set up to win right now at all. Do you and remember when they had that stacked, defeated. the stacked wide receivers when they had like back in the day? Um, I'm trying remember to, Andre oh, Johnson? D Hop. That Johnson well, no, no, no. D Hop. I'm saying before that, like when so when D Hop first came in the league, and then they had Andre Johnson. It was like, how I'm can you compete think. against these guys? And now it's but Brandon they all, Cooks. They had fucking terrible fucking quarterbacks. That was the issue. That's your yeah. Matt Schwabs and fucking uh, who's the boy they tried Carr. to go out there? Uh, well, Carr got destroyed immediately. Yeah, um, they had Matt Schwab. Schwab, uh, Schwab. It's not Schwab. Nah, he's 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 Charles Schwab's brother, man. He's, <laughs> he's out here, you know, calculating your money and whatnot. Um, they had Schwab. Who's the other dude? I'm trying to think of. They had uh, they tried to pick up Osweiler, and that. Oh failed. yeah, I forgot about that. Um. They had a couple other like rando randos, but yeah, uh, hard reset. They lost JJ Watt. They've lost all the faces of the organization. D Hop's gone. Deshaun is going to be fading to obscurity um, until everything is settled. Uh, and JJ I think Watt's even when gone. everything gets settled, he'll be suspended for the season. That's what I'm saying. He's going to fade into obscurity. I don't know if he ever plays another game of football again. Honestly, like, how do you? How it's similar to like the Ray Rice. Like, how do you, as an organization, say, "Hey, this is our guy." How do you wrap your oh, hands they had around Mallet this there guy? for a while? Ryan Mallet. There we go. That's another name. Um, but like, how do you wrap your hand around him as an organization and say, "This is going to be the face of this community"? Like, how can people really wrap their hands around them? So, if if to invoke the name, if Colin Kaepernick's persona non grata for what he did, if Deshaun, if this goes to criminal case and he is convicted of, of uh, he's culpable for the crimes and sorry, end of his career. I, I disagree. Life. I disagree only because Colin Kaepernick went after. So this is why I disagree is because what Colin did, <coughs> um, the owners found like I, I don't know the right word. The owners found it so the owners took offense. Yeah, exactly. The owners found it so hideous that he could kneel for this country that made them billions of dollars. Like, how could you do such a thing? Blah, 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 which I think is ridiculous. I think Colin obviously had every right to do what he did, and I fully support his right to do that. But I think with Deshaun's case, which we see with a lot of and I hate to say this, but it's true. We see it with a lot of um, domestic violence cases. We see it with a lot of sexual assault cases. We see it with a lot of that kind of stuff where, to be honest with you, I think a lot of these owners could see themselves in that situation. But like, ah, it's not so bad. I mean, Robert does that make Kraft sense? Was in that situation. You, that's what I'm um, saying. But so I but think the I think for them, it's like the, eh. difference, the difference is, yes, other players have gotten away with uh, similar things. 
Um, one most notably in Pittsburgh. Um, actually, his was. Yep. Uh, I don't want to do a sliding scale, but um, what he did was very egregious as well. Um, but I think the difference is one: the time we're in, two, female. Uh, the female demographic is one of the biggest growing demographics in the NFL. Yeah. And then it's rare that like to invoke names of other people who've done horrendous things, uh, Greg Hardy, Alden Smith, a lot of those guys, they play positions where they can, they can fade to the background. If you're a quarterback, you have to be the face of the organization. You're getting all the press conferences. You're doing all the interviews. I can't see somebody saying this is our face. Yeah. No. And to your point, the 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 time that we're in now would probably, I think, be the biggest factor. Um, so yeah, yeah this was I mean, I, years ago. I think yeah, I guess. Yeah, you, you have changed my mind on that a little bit because I was going to say if this was even ten years ago, I think owners there would be some owners Jerry that Jones would be would like definitely take a shot. At yeah, him. like fuck it. Are you kidding me? This is a top five quarterback. I don't give a shit what he did, and then. Because it doesn't, because like I said, like a lot of those owners to get into those positions of powers are pretty shitty people and have done probably pretty shitty things. And so they can almost look at it and be like, "Ah, it's just, and this is something that, I mean, I talked about on my other podcast, I don't mean to plug it, but with former athletes who have been like sexually assaulted and they're like, Mm -hmm. oh yeah, it was just swept under the rug because that's just the nature of sports. Mm -hmm. And so I think, and that was, you know, 10 years ago. So I think looking at it now through the prism of, well, now it's different because times are changing, which is a fantastic thing. I think that might hold a lot more water to to the point you're making. But all I'm saying is that we've seen it in the past. And yeah. as a student of history, I always think the past is, you know, destined to repeat itself. So to button this and this, I think under, I definitely under, but uh, <laughs> I think, I think more likely than not, he doesn't make a return to the NFL. But okay. like you said, there's an outside chance. There's an outside yeah. chance. There's a rogue. Daniel Snyder. I would not be I shocked. I was just about to say it. <laughs> I, you could not, I would not be shocked if Daniel Snyder's like, yeah, let's do it. I was just like, what? The, I was like, who's the Washington yeah, I was trying owner to think again? The rogue owner. I was like, the Dallas, Jerry Jones, yes, would do it in the past, but he's had stable quarterbacks for the last yeah he's got Dak there's no way he'd bring him in so yeah I'm like who's the rogue owner Al Davis is gone oh my god imagine the hill not all the people in Dallas but some of the hillbillies in Dallas like those gun toting Mm. truck driving Trump supporting MAGA hat wearing if they had two black quarterbacks in the same room Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I love that you do all the stereotype things and I don't go there that would be Um, so comedic Speaking of things the that are comedic. What the fuck is going on around here? Speaking of, the, <laughs> speaking of things that are comedic, uh, Carson Wentz is now on the Indianapolis Colts, uh, and he's already suffering with an injury. It's just a yes. comedy of errors. This um, is your account. This is technically my account, but who knows? Um, so, Brennan, what do you think is going to happen with the Indianapolis Colts? So the Colts, big favorites last year to win the division, big favorites this year, and they didn't win the division. And then big favorites with the Tennessee Titans to win, you know, go neck and neck for this division, that they're the two powerhouses in this division. Um, So Quentin Nelson uh, should be ready. Uh, He's not out for the season, but he got injured. Uh, Carson Wentz is down now. Um, Eason, 
who is a statue in the pocket, but has a cannon, a Vulcan cannon for an arm is probably going to be the backup. They've got the other guy. I forget his name, but he threw two picks during Sam preseason. Ellinger. Yeah. And Texas so I don't think he's, I don't think he's going to, uh, did you just give me the light? Um, <laughs> I don't think he's going to uh, make, I think it's going to oh, be Eason. Um, right, enough. <laughs> so uh, their over under is 9.5. Uh, I don't know because the new coach, what's his name again? Not Frank a Wright? new coach. He's been there for three years now. Yeah. But I mean, let me rephrase that. So the coach with his new quarterback, there we his go. quarterback. There we go. The um, new coach quarterback combo. There we go. That's what, that's what were, I'm looking for. Yeah, that's what, what I was looking for. Because I know he's been there for a while, but he never had his guy. And now he has mm-hmm. his guy. He literally took his guy from Philly. Um, yeah. I 9.5 is is hefty. I'm going to say under. Um, there's talks about maybe Philip Rivers coming out of retirement to uh, kind of steady the ship. I got under only one because I hate the Colts because they're in our division sports hate. But two, I don't think this is a good omen for the season. You know, you want to go into preseason. Everyone's healthy. We're firing on all cylinders. Everyone's good. You don't want to go in to the regular season like, okay, well, the starting quarterback, you know, he'll be ready for week, you know, five, week week three, whenever, week one. I mean, there's talks that Eason might have to go the first five. So I I just, I I think they're going under. Go ahead. I think they're going under. 9.5 is hefty for this team with the injuries they have already. It's pretty, but okay. So. Now this was I love one how of the teams. We're we're gonna end up agreeing. <laughs> we're not. We're not. I got them going over. What? I have them going over. Um. So I was waffling when I was thinking of the Jags. I was <laughs> waffling. I think they'll win one game against Houston, and somehow they'll mess up the second game. Um. They, we started I, I, undefeated I, I, last year against them, the Colts. I gave them two. Well, because I hate Philip Rivers, but I gave them two wins. Right. Yeah, you said two wins in the division. Yeah, they'll win both of the Houston games. I'm sorry. Um, so, okay. So with the Colts here, Carson, like you said, Carson and uh, Quinn Nelson both had these random foot injuries that gave the weird timetable of five to 12 weeks. Carson yeah, is already so out of weird. his walking boot and he's revving to start throwing again. So he's progressed pretty well. Quinn Nelson, they're saying he'll be ready for week one as well. This team. Okay. Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. I have my history with Carson Wentz. We all know this. Yes, we do. <laughs> Carson Wentz is not a bad quarterback. Mm. He sucked like hell last year, but he's not a bad quarterback. There's no way this it sounds crazy, but there's no way he could have that season that he had the first two, three years of his career and then just become a bad quarterback, just revert that fast. So he's not a bad quarterback. Um, I think Frank Wright has a system that is extremely quarterback friendly. They have an offensive line when Clinton Nelson is hundred percent. They have an offensive line that is the best offensive line in all of football to me personally. A lot of people say, it, but I know some people will try to argue, but they're, they're top three offensive line unit when all healthy. Um, Jonathan Taylor is a workhorse and he will be a workhorse for them going forward after taking over after Marlon Matt got hurt week one last year. T.Y., they brought him back, which I liked. Um, Michael Pittman Jr. really flashed last year. Pascal as well. Jack Doyle still out here catching button hooks like his name's Dallas Clark. It's like they just handed the jersey <laughs> to the next guy. Um, and also, the reason I think they will go over is because their defense is really, really good. The front seven 
anchored by Darius Leonard. They just signed him, gave him that money. Um, I'm wondering what Pay is going to do, the rookie they drafted. DeForest Buckner was a great trade they made going into last year, taking him from the 49ers. I really like their defense. So that's why I think they will win over 9.5. But Brennan, I don't think that win means they win the division. Okay. Because the next team is the Tennessee Titans. Yes. Brennan. The Tennessee Titans. Brennan, what are your thoughts? Um, so Hang on, I'm I'm looking some stuff up right no, now. You're good. You're good. So the Tennessee Titans. That's what I meant to mention. Uh, I was looking something up. All right, here we go. Tennessee Titans. They've got a lot of weapons. Derrick Henry, as everyone knows, all you know, weapons. all they have all the weapons. All um, the so weapons. Taylor Lewin, their tackles, uh, pretty good. He's he's coming into his own. They have Julio Jones, AJ Brown, Derrick Henry, um that kind of rounds out their main skill positions on offense. And then Ryan Tannehill, who still a lot of people, I don't know if you remember or not, was a fucking wide receiver at Texas A&M yes, until his senior year. Uh, so the boy, boy's got some wheels. I know he gets hurt, uh, but he hasn't gotten like seriously injured in a, a couple Since of years now. Miami, he's been yeah. strangely healthy. Yeah. So I think um, the folks in Miami are kicking themselves like we couldn't tell if he was a starting quarterback for five years. And yeah, now he can't stop making the postseason. <laughs> yeah. So their over under is nine point five as well. I've got them over. I got them heavy on the over. Um, I think they're the favorites to win the division. The only thing would obviously be they lost their offensive coordinator to the Atlanta Falcons. I want to say. Yes, sir. Um, he is now their head coach. And a lot of people might be like, oh, it's the NFL, like just plug and play. Who cares who's calling the plays? But let's not forget they had a lot of these weapons, you know, previously and didn't couldn't do too much with it until Arthur Smith. That's it's Arthur Smith, right? He Mm -hmm. got promoted to offensive coordinator and then kind of took advantage of the Derrick Henry's of the world because. A lot of offensive coordinators in the NFL, present day NFL, don't want to run the way the Titans don't want to run an offense like the Titans ran last year and the year before. Um, so I think it's it, a lot is going to be on the play caller as far as using this team to the right advantage. Cause there's not a ton of speed on this team. It's more like pound possession, tick, 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 kind of a, a kind of a team. So that's just my mm-hmm. opinion. I, I think they're still going to win the division. Um, you know, they'll have a tough road with the Jags, but I think they're going to win the division and I have them going over 9.5. Okay. Plus, that defense is much improved to the garbage it was last year. That was what I was going to focus on. So the defense could not be as bad as it was last year after they brought on Janoris It's Jenkins like a statistical impossibility. So the defense just ha- literally has to be better. Um, yeah, they made the big move to go out and get Julio. Um, do you know? Okay, so I was at my draft party last night. And shout out to Bobby if he's listening to this because he I saw him uh, put it on Spotify. Say he's going to give it a listen. Shout out to you, homeboy. But um, Shout so out. He, he made me look up why Julio's wearing number two, because I was like, why didn't Derrick Henry go to two? Do you know why Julio's wearing number two, Brennan? No. So as you, as everyone knows, Julio was number 11. Yeah. That's for yeah. Atlanta. AJ Brown wears 11. Apparently AJ Brown and Julio went to a dinner when Julio first got to the team 
AJ Brown offered Julio the 11. Julio said, no, that's you. Out man. of respect. Yeah. He said, that's you, man. You were here. You've been here first. This is your number. I'm going to go with one plus one. Which is two. And that's why he's wearing two. Huh. I mean, it makes sense. So dumb. <laughs> it's so oh, I thought you were going to be dumb. like, yeah, that's so, yeah, so that's dumb. And, and to, he went on to then say, and if you multiply my two by AJ's 11, you get Derek's 22. See, that's, that's, <laughs> I like it when they do the real thing, like 23, 32, 20, you know what I mean? Like, and they, like you can tell. Oh, or man. like when they stack it like two, three, four or some yeah, shit exactly. like that. But that's or eighty one, eighteen. Like the, I don't like it when they start doing all this. Goofy I was like shit. too much yeah. math, too much math. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> and go ahead. I was just gonna say the best story about a wide receiver number ever comes from the HBO show Ballers, and they go, "Why do you wear eighteen when your father wore eighty one? And he goes, "I wear eighteen because fuck him. That's why." <laughs> Shout out to Ricky Jr. Um, yeah, that was the name. <laughs> cool, you know I knew that. But uh yeah, no, I think they're gonna go over. Uh Derrick Henry's a workhorse. Uh, to the offensive coordinator thing, they promoted from within, so it's the I, yeah, they, it's okay. be, I wasn't sure. Um a similar structure. I mean, because the last three OCs they've had now, the first being uh Matt LaFleur, um he kind of oh, yeah. relied on Derrick Henry as well. So when AJ took over, all AJ kind of did was uh, How long has Derrick Henry been in the league? Maybe five he just years. Seems, he just re-upped like last year, so five to six years. Um, he just seems like one of those guys who's been in the league forever. But but the the big difference was AJ Brown kind of came on the scene last year, and uh, yeah. not last year, honestly, year before. But it was a full year of him on the scene, quote unquote. Uh, yeah, but five I'm years. interested what they're gonna do with the tight end position because Johnny Smith was a big target for them to go to. I don't even know. Swam. 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 Okay. Um, Swammy. Swammy. Uh, I don't remember. I, look, I feel like fantasy. I won my league last year and I don't remember cut at all. Last. Oh, he had nine catches for 83 yards and one touchdown. Okay. I was like, I don't know if he was like, putting in work last year and I just wasn't paying attention. But, um, so that's going to be interesting, Get, but you make up for that with, uh, Julio and AJ. So it's not yeah. really an issue. And I also think it's, um, interesting. I've focused so much on the coordinators for this team. I actually forgot their coach was, uh, Rabel. Yeah. Mike Rabel. <laughs> I completely forgot that. <laughs> Cause yeah, we yeah. talk about the, uh, we talk about the, the, uh, we talked about the coordinator. Well, and the offensive coordinator so much because, yeah. That's who everyone was giving the credit to because obviously Vrabel's a defensive guy. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Tannehill has like one of the best percentages off play action and that helps when everybody's focused on Derrick Henry and then you can take the top off of defense. So, yeah, they're going to be, they're going to be very good. They're going to be good. As long as that defense gets in a, the, the least amount better, they'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just the smallest amount. All right. All right. That is it for the NFL. Dun, 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 dun. Did it on the outro this time. Pretty solid. All right. On to the majors. Brennan. Yes. Uh, you're not in Jacksonville. You're not boots on the ground like I am. 
I am not. Jags, but you are boots on the ground for the MLB. New York City, baby. New York City, the hotbed of the hot stove, usually. Um, but we're, we're deep into the season. We're about five weeks out from playoffs. Yes, and, we are. Uh, so the Mets have been on quite the slide of late. And yes, they have. And their owner was not happy. So what happened with so, this? So much so that he put out a tweet, Brennan. Now, before we even get to that, how do you feel about the owner tweeting about the team's performance? I think the owner should stay in his luxury box and let the GMs and coaches deal with it. The owner, you're just there to sign the checks, man. Let the professionals do it. Okay. Well, Stephen Cohen had a little bit to say here. He said, it's hard to understand how professional hitters can be this unproductive. The best teams have a more disciplined approach. The slugging and OPS numbers don't lie. Wow. Wow. Shots fired. Bang, bang. You know what's funny, though? He's the one who employs that entire staff, and it's completely his fault? That's one. He could have definitely had this conversation in private. But two, you want to know what Steve Cohen did like a month into the season this year? What did he do, Joe? Tell everybody. Fired the hitting coach. (laughs) Yep. Yes, he did. Fired the hitting coach because they were underperforming. Then they then bounced back because, you know, sometimes it takes time with baseball and now they've been in quite the slump. So I don't know if a tweet is going to be the thing that jars them up. That wakes them yeah. Up. What is that even going to do? And the thing I hate the most about all of this is it's the typical, I call it the baby sister syndrome where, cause I used to get into arguments with my twin sister and it would be one of those things where if she was wrong, it was because it was someone else's fault. But if she was right, it was because she was 100% right, if that makes sense. So, like, mm-hmm. the, the owner's doing the exact same thing. And I have guests that do it at the restaurant all the time. But it's like, oh, you screwed this up. This is, uh, like, this is 100% on everyone else. This has nothing to do with me. And then if it goes right, it's like, oh, I totally knew it was going to go right. It's all, it's all me. I did everything. And it's like, fuck you. Either take responsibility or don't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cohen is a hedge fund guy. Uh and a hedge fund guy. I was gonna let it just. I was gonna let it live. And I'm happy that you met. You, you pointed it out. Um, <laughs> Fuck him. He's one of these fucking banker cunts. Fuck yeah, this dude. Bank, whoa, whoa. Sorry. Such sorry. Vulgar language sorry. on our family podcast. Jesus. I'm sorry. I, I apologize. My goodness gracious. Speaking of those cunts, um, the Phillies. <laughs> The Phillies have fallen flat on their face, Brennan. Yeah, man. After taking the division, me giving you some shit uh, for calling out Bryce Harper. Where's Mike or Bryce Harper? I almost called him Mike Trout. uh, You almost did call him Mike Trout. That was very funny. They have lost seven out of their last ten. Yeah, Kyle. Where you at, Kyle? (laughs) Falling five games back of the Braves. Um, what, What do you think happens here? Do you think they do you think they have one more push in them or you think they're dead no. in the water? I said they were dead in the water weeks ago. Um I'm trying to think of the Eminem line where it's like, uh, call me R. Kelly, because I'll pee on your head like a Phillies cap. Uh something like that. Um But yeah, I think they're dead. <laughs> Sorry. I'm was, stunned right now. <laughs> that had nothing to do with it. <laughs> I think they're dead in the water. I think I was right about this. I believe I had this. I um I think they're going to, if they even make the playoffs, they're going to get bounced early, baby. Yeah, their playoff uh, making percentage right now is under 20%, just under yeah. 
Um, How's that contract looking, Kyle? <laughs> he's Bryce is playing fine. Um, it's the it's the it's the bullpen. Honestly, their bullpen just gives. Is I, it, I was I, watching I, a game the other day, and their bullpen just imploded at the end. Like, come they, on, I, you gotta hate to see oh, that. But. Look, there's nothing. There's first of all, there's nothing like a bullpen in the a- NL East because all of our bullpens are god awful and will give up a run at any given time. Um. And also, there's nothing like having a bad bullpen because you're like, all right, we can. We have a lead. We're we, doing all right. Like, we're doing good. You turn your back. It's gone. <laughs> it's gone. But yeah, um, they lost three to the Diamondbacks. That's the thing that's like. One of the worst teams in Major League Baseball. Those are the games you got to win. Like, come yep. on. It's insane. Because it is a long season. But hey, it's not. Now we only got about five weeks left. Every one of those wins matters. We talked about it before. Everything counts. Those dumb wins in the middle of July against a team that's, you know, on like loss, like seven straight. Those are important. Yeah. Because it adds up in the end. Yep. Speaking of it adding up in the end, Brennan, we got two teams. Yeah, we do. Fucking right. We do nine straight. Let's talk about. Let's talk about. I believe I had it. Let's, let's, you want to talk about that one first? Can we talk about that one first? You want to talk about the, you believe you had it first? My Los Angeles Dodgers. <laughs> Your adopted Dodgers. This uh, is my adopted team only because after the all-star break and the moves they made, I preached from the mountaintops. And by mountaintops, I mean my uh, it's microphone. Funny. It's funny. I'm going to cut you off and make you reassess everything in your life right now. Usually you okay. hate when a team does that. You're Mr. Underdog. You're, you're more am. for the I giants am. of the world. And the Dodgers are playing I'm gonna be honest with you. baseball. It's for Tyler. It's all for Ty-Ty. <laughs> That's the only reason I actually became invested. And yeah, it was because it was Tyler's team. I was like, oh, I'll take an interest in this. And then when they made all those moves and everyone's like, is it enough? Is it enough? I was like, fuck yeah. Embarrassment of riches. They're going to dominate. And then they didn't. And I was like, oh boy. <laughs> You're like, guys, can you fix this, please? Yeah. And now they've won nine straight. So I believe I had that. I believe I said that they would steamroll this division. And in a couple of weeks, they just might. So yeah. it helps not uh, over till it's when over. You get to play the poorly performing Mets uh, two, <laughs> for two, divi- two divisions for two series. And you get to yeah. play the Pirates. Uh, three yeah, games against the that. Pirates, six, nine games against the Mets, all wins. Even before that, though, they were on a tear, losing. Uh, the only thing that interrupted this was a 2 1 loss to the oh. Phils. Uh, but yeah, um, before that being the Phil's two times and being the angels a couple times as well. Um, we're not going to do the obligatory show Atani segment this week, folks, because we have to talk about the other team that is actually winning right now. The other team on a nine game winning streak. We called Brennan the hotbed of baseball for a reason. Brennan, the New York Yankees. The Yankees, the Yankees, Bronx Bombers, the Bronx Bombers, all rise are on a nine game tear, but they're still four behind the race, but they're definitely going to make the playoffs at, as it looks right now. Yeah, this was interesting because people were calling for heads to roll halfway through the season. Um, then they went out and made the moves and got two left-handed hitters, one power, one uh, productivity. And it was like, well, that's all you did. Mm-hmm. And now it seems, and I said on the show, that's not enough. Can't go out and just get two hitters, two left-handed hitters. That's not going to do anything. Um, and now they're, they're streaking. I'm sure you'll give us the info as more into as why they're streaking. But I, 
I, they do this every fucking year. It's either the worst. It's the season from hell, and then halfway through the season, it's like, oh, they're going to win the World Series. Then it's the season from hell. It's just, it's so much extremes with this team, and I see it every day living in the city. It's it's insane. I don't I don't understand it. I, I have nothing. I can't. I have no. I. They're just a confusing team. They just power you to death. I mean, yeah. The starting pitching is good, but not great. Their relievers are good, but not great. Like all the all the relievers they have were closers, basically on teams before, like uh, Zach Britton, uh, Chapman. Chapman was there, and then went to the Cubs, and Chapman came back. Um, there's another dude I can't remember his name right now. All their guys, and they all kind of underperform when they get there. Um, Garrett Cole coming. Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole coming back. Cole. Um, is big. Uh. But yeah, they're they just mash the ball, man. They just yeah. smash the ball. Um, I and that I that I I can't abide that I I do not I do not like that style. I know I'm not the biggest baseball British? fan. <laughs> no, I I I say can't abide in a couple of jokes. I think no, it's I said, think it is. I do not like that. <laughs> I can't abide. Um, I think it is too smart to say that though, because I when I say that there's two jokes I say it in, and I like it. Because it sounds intelligent, but every time I do it on stage, people just stare at me blankly, you are and I'm not like, dissecting you your bits right now, fucking man. morons." I'm tired uh, anyway, of <laughs> I don't like the mashing style of offense. Like it, it takes the fun out of it. It's like you either strike out or hit a home run. Like let's get some guys on base. Let's get some tension going. You know, I don't know. Plus, I'm not from the city, and if the New York Yankee fans are any um, kind of uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Any kind of uh, portrait of the mm. New York Yankees organization itself? Fuck them. Very arrogant, very self-sure, very self-confident. Dude, like I was on the subway the other day and these guys are just like screaming. I'm trying to read a book, the very good book, when Running the Brennan Light by Sam Talent. New York on my way subway to work. stories, we go to the quick hits. Right. <laughs> quick hits. And you'll be surprised how quick. And- quick. Name hits. Quick hits. Quick hits. Oh, yeah. There's no... Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's no quick. center. All right, uh, we're going to go quick because I know you're about ready to get out of here. Yeah, my voice is gravelly and I haven't eaten anything today. Um, and I drank a lot last night and I played basketball today. Yeah, you did for the new girlfriend. <laughs> I'm keeping All right. it. I, I made a decision a long time ago. I'm keeping it. It's just funnier to get angry in the moment. I'm yeah. letting the folks behind the curtain. Speaking of behind, Brennan, <laughs> did you see Shikari yes. Richardson... Go against the Olympic runners. Now, Shikari, for those that don't know, Shikari was America's hope for meddling in the Olympics this year, uh, in the track and field, um, in the 100 primarily. Uh, she went up. She got caught smoking or whatever. And she couldn't go. And yeah, she has tested been- positive for marijuana, took full responsibility, and then was banned for a month from competing. Banned for a month. Now, she has been, you know... Talking socials, she's been talking. She's been talking All sorts about of shit. how she's been waiting to see these girls. Uh, I should grab their names because all of them are a bit confused. Three Jamaicans, yeah, the three Jamaican ladies, women, uh, three Jamaican ladies. But yeah, so Shikari was, you know, talking, hyping up the the mat, the match, the race, and um, Joe, tell tell everybody what happened. How many people were in the race? Was it just the four of them? No, there was 10 or 11. Okay. I just wanted that for context. So of the 11 people, I'm going to say- She got- Hold on, hold on, hold on. 
I'm gonna say who finished first. If I could find it, was it. the buried in this dang ESPN article. Jesus. Christ. So the three Jamaican women that you're about to name, okay. they they finished the same way in the Olympics too during yes. the 100. Uh, Elaine Thompson, the second uh, uh, fastest woman of all time. Elaine Thompson. She was. She just barely missed the world record. Name? Come on, ESPN, do better for me. Do just do better, ESPN. Do better. Jeez. Oh, there we go. Shelly Ann Fisher, Fisher Price, Shelly Ann Fraser Price, and Sharika Jackson all finished one, two, three, similar to how they did at Tokyo, Brennan. So exactly how they, they did in Tokyo. One, two, three. Then Shikari came fourth, right? No. What? No. She didn't come. F- no. Did she come fifth? No. How many people did you say there were again? Eleven. Eleven. Are there eleven lanes on the track? Let's just say 10. 10. Yeah, we'll say let's 10. just say 10. So, so if she didn't finish top three or four or five, so she's not top five. So no. maybe, is she top seven at least? No. Wait a second. She you got telling me, you're telling me oh, the person who did all the talking, she did TikToks and everything. Speaking it, of smoking sweet. marijuana, she got smoked. She came in dead last. She came in last. Dead last. She came in at 11th. People. There's only 10 lanes. She came in at 11th. Wow. Printed. <laughs> um, yeah, it's. Um, look. And then she did more talking after. She did more talking. Look. Uh, we were so proud. You and I were so proud to sit here and say, you know what? She had some shitty things happen. She took fucking full responsibility. Good for her. She's taking her punishment like a fucking trooper. This is awesome. And then she just kept talking and talking. And the thing is, now, talking. I've said before, I love a talker. I'm here to root behind a talker. Gotta back it up. I've You've got to back gotta it up. Gotta back it up. You can't you be can't the talker finish dead last. and be last. And then talk after, like, I don't care. I'm still here. Everyone you're going to see me. Yeah. yeah. So, Everyone's going to see you because you're going to be, you're so far behind. You're going to be last and all the cameras are going to be pointing that away. Um, and I hate, I don't like to pile on, but it's like, you cannot, if there's one thing we learned from Randy Moss, you cannot talk shit if you're not going to back it up. How do we learn that Straight from Randy? cash, homie. Oh, okay. okay. How do we learn that from Randy? Um, so yeah, um, uh, I wish her all the I best. I just always I compare myself improves. to Randy Moss. That's a weird comparison. Uh, I wish her all the best. I hope her future success. She will definitely yeah. grow from this. Obviously, just chill um, out on the talking. But yeah, she 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 needs to assess what the talking is good for. Is it yeah. just going and to just- bring heat? Or is that yeah, self motivated? Some people, it's a self motivated. It's a confidence booster because um, yeah, they have. Uh, they they have low self esteem. Some a lot of athletes deal with that, like imposter syndrome and stuff like that. So Brennan's pointing at himself, um, but he's not an athlete. We know that. Uh, oh, <laughs> uh, no! But I just want to be very clear. Brennan. You're like LeBron. James. I just want to be very clear. I compare you Joe to LeBron and I are, James. Joe and I are saying the same <laughs> thing. I don't want people to be like, yeah, of course the white guy's telling you know the black female athlete to shut up. Joe and I are saying the same thing. We love talking, but if you're gonna talk, you have. Got you to be back. Last. You have. You cannot, you be, cannot last. be last. You cannot be last. I don't give a shit if you talk. I love when people talk shit. I the whole the NFL banning the taunting is oh angers gosh, me so, so much, ridiculous. which we'll talk about next. Um, yeah, we'll get to that but, next week. Oh, I mean, let's get to week. it now. Just back it up. That's forgot. I forgot about that. Uh, so yeah, the NFL preseason underway. Preseason is in the thick of it. Uh, where are we? Two weeks in. Two, Two weeks, weeks in. Going the into the third. Game. Yeah. Yep. Um, 
so I saw a clip. I, I, I heard that they're emphasizing on, um, so, ah, damn, that's, you know what? We're not oh. doing walk-offs this week. That might be my walk-off next week. Um, okay. Well, then save it. Yeah, I know. I'm just counting that. No, no, we're going to talk about it here, but I'm just mentally checkmarking that. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, the NFL is emphasizing uh, taunting because of no taunting. one thing. Uh, and the thing is, like, taunting wasn't even an issue. Like, it hasn't been flagged uh, excessively in the past year. In years. It's just that quote unquote the lasting image and I don't know how you watch that game it see Patrick Mahomes run for three hundred yards in the backfield and the lasting image to you is Antoine Winfield piecing Tyreek Hill. How is that the fucking lasting image? But they're And I don't in give a shit that. how much they're gonna flag it. He still does that he, because yeah, he's talking he shit and then. he's going to back it. He's he'll literally tell a ref to flag him because <laughs> Winfield plays defense and he's a safety and he's a psycho. Exactly. You got to be crazy to play defense. Um, yeah. You got a different mindset. If you play in defense, people are hurling themselves, especially at you, safety because you you're just free them. roaming out there. <laughs> um, but yeah, so John Mar is it John Mar? The Mars are the owners. Yeah, yeah the Mars are the yeah. Giants owners. Um, the Mar came out and he was like, "Yeah, I don't like this." Da 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 da. And you know what? I if I wasn't on vacation and I was doing my due diligence like I usually do for this show, I would have clipped Woody Page's response on Around the Horn because Woody Page said, "This sounds like a white guy, an old white guy." who wants things his way. And that's basically what yeah. it is. It's like, oh, the, and the thing that creeps me out is they say, oh, the, the, the fans don't like this. No, the fans we do. love this. We love this. I am a we fan like and I love when this. It's against our team, but we yeah. don't like anything that's against our team. If you could tell us that we're going to just walk in and win the game, we would take that because we want to win, but yeah. we like passion. You want people to be passionate. Well, that was about the weird the thing game. too is, they banned celebrations forever ago. There were celebrations, then they banned them, then they brought them back. And then with taunting, they're like, oh, this is becoming an issue. It's like, no, like, this is what we're supposed to. You're playing a child's game. Yeah. Like, this is thing. what you're supposed to do. Like, uh, I'm not. Talk the shit, biggest- man. I talk shit to other servers at work. Like, talk say, shit. Let's go. I'm not the shit talker, but, dog, I love talking shit. <laughs> I talk so much shit, man. I love man. talking shit. Like yesterday. I talk shit to the weights in the gym. I talk shit to the other sir. Oh, I'm always talking. Please gym. tell me. Please tell me on your date you were like putting up shots and you're like, fuck you. You can't keep doing this to me. Oh, uh, yesterday, yesterday we were playing ball. If you saw my IG story. So before our draft, usually we do a game, best two out of three. And my team was down 10-5. We had money on the line. We were down 10-5. Money. And Not no more. I looked at and we had to win best two out of three. And I looked at my boys. I was like, guys, this is where we turn it on. We turned it on, won the game, came back. Yeah, my man. Led the charge. And I went to my teammate. He was sitting next <laughs> to his brother who was on the opposite team. I went and I did the fake, uh, put my jersey over my mouth thing. But I was, yeah. I was speaking loud because I wanted him to hear. And I was like, that was the one they were supposed to win. <laughs> hey, gotta give a little that's what you dig. Do, gotta man. give a little dig. It's Got not fun to. if you're not smack talking, man. Yeah, like I don't understand some of these athletes that are just kind of like, oh yeah, you know, I just go out there for the love of, you know, I just play the game. Which I mean, but if, if, yeah, what are you playing for if there's no passion in it? If that's there's the no thing. Fire in you. I don't like people complaining. Like bullshit complaining, yeah. like oh, it's the rest fault, it's their fault. Like just shut up and play the game. But I do love it when you talk shit to other. Like if you're like, you can't stop me, man. Like I don't just go home. Like one of the things, um, because I've heard people talk about this, like uh, 
people talk about how when Cam does like the first down finger point, you know how hard it is for that dude to get his body up, run past all these offense defensive yeah. linemen, linebackers all trying to take off his head, and he gets that first down to keep his drive going. Dog, do whatever you want to do. I don't care. Showboat. I yeah. love it. Because you know what that's going to do? That's going to get the other team mad, and it's going to make them play with a little more fire. I don't yeah. believe in bulletin board material, but I believe in the heat of the moment. The in heat the moment. Of the battle, in the moment. Come on, man. It's like, oh, now I want to rip his head off. I want to rip that finger off and oh, keep pulling. Like, Jesus oh, Christ. Yeah. If I could rant for the entire song, that would be great. Um, but, Brendan. We're you, already at an hour. You, you, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> but um, you've been watching preseason games. What yes. can you tell me? Biggest takeaway Eason. Has a hammer, or excuse me, a cannon, as I said earlier. Eason, that dude's arm is crazy. They were running some, like, uh, just some, like, short out routes and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy because by the time the corner can recover, the ball, like, the dude's already got the, like, it's insane. He can't move in the pocket, though. So that's for the Colts. Ben Roethlisberger had a great, Ben Roethlisberger had a great uh, preseason so far. So Um, his arm will fall off by week three. Yeah, we'll see. He said his arm feels better than it has in a very long of time. Of course it does. Jaguars offensive line, lots of question marks. That's been obvious, but uh, you got to see it full force um, in that preseason game. Mm-hmm. Excited to see the game against the Saints. Also, uh, my man, Alfred Morris, playing for the Giants again. So huge <laughs> shout out, as always. I love seeing him out there on I, the field. I, I read uh, that Zach Wilson looked was near perfect through two TDs. Yes. Yeah, he looked good too. He had a dime that he dropped in. It was like, whoa. Oh, man. And terrible news. Uh, I saw Carl Lawson had got carted off in practice this week. Oh, yeah. I forgot we haven't talked about any of this. Tore his Achilles. Yeah. Out for the season. Biggest pickup for the Jets in the offseason. Tremendous pass rusher uh, out for the rest of the year. Yeah, I was looking for him to anchor that defensive line. So it's going to be interesting to see. He was going to generate a lot of pass rush without blitzing. So that kind of changes things a little bit. Yeah, especially because they were totally banking on that. Yep. Um, all right, we're already at a freaking hour. How the heck did that happen? Yep. All right, I only got one. We're talking game. sports. It honestly yeah, do. doesn't matter what we do. It, look, I'll talk to you about something in a second. But yeah, I said that to somebody earlier today. Hmm. Um, quick. Wait, said what? Nothing. Uh, quick little uh, WNBA recap. Got one game for you. Uh, a thriller. In Chicago, Minnesota over Chicago, 101-95. Laisha, Laisha, Laisha Clarendon, I, her first name always chipped me up, and Crystal Danger both went off. Uh, Candace Parker, I don't think she played in this game, actually. CP, yeah, Candace Parker's been resting for a little bit due to an ankle injury, but Vander Schloot and Quigley, both went off. You know, funny thing about Vander Schlute and Quigley, Brad? What's that? They're married. Aw. They both went off for 27. Pretty fucking amazing. Imagine going to work with your wife and your uh, hoopers. I did that. And your hoopers. That that would be cool. I was going to say, I worked, Savannah and I worked together for a little while when she was not a salaried manager yet, and mm. it was miserable. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's get out of here. And we'll bring you the press conference in its entirety. We did the press conference? The press conference, yes. Okay. The press conference music is played. Again, folks, we can't hear anything. 
We're not playing anything because I didn't want to rev everything up. So, Brennan. Yes. Pedal your wares. Okay. Brennan T. Comedy on all social media. BrennanTComedy.com. Uh, check out the merch store. Check out my other podcast. Brennan Tassif is your ex-drinking buddy. Just had Savannah on this past week. A big episode with Samantha Ivy, comedian uh, from Florida, then New York, then Florida, and then she's coming back to New York again. She'll be on next week. Or excuse me. Yeah, the next week. Anderson Cowan's going to be on in two weeks of The After Disaster and Grouper's Fame, one of Joe's buddies that he makes movies with. Mm-hmm. So yeah, check it all out. BrennanTComedy.com. Uh, and he's been on this show, Yo. too. He's been on this show, too. Yeah, that's right. Um, you can check me out on Twitter and uh, Instagram at Joe Dorville. Uh, you can check out this show. Did you do this show? I didn't hear. I, I think no. I was talking. Okay. Um, you can do. You can check out this show at Hearing Press on Twitter and Instagram as well. You can go to my website. Joe. Oh man, I am reeling now. <laughs> JoeDorval.com uh, to check out any of my merch as well as my hip hop albums, TV and TV season two under the moniker Headphone Joe. No O, no E. Brennan, help me go get some Tijuana Flats, baby. And that's why we play the game. Hello. Hello. Huge shout out. Rashawn Slater, 13th pick. Going to be the best motherfucking tackle for the next 15 years. Los Angeles Chargers. Offensive line doesn't get enough credit. You have been listening to the Anulo Podcast Network. We have four tremendous podcasts on our current roster. If you like the hit Broadway musical Hamilton, then you also might enjoy hearing the Ham Boys rank every song from the Hamilton soundtrack on Who Does a Podcast with hosts Headphone Joe and Kyle Loader. Get your sports talk radio fix with Cheers from the Press Box featuring Headphone Joe Dorville and stand-up comedian Brennan Tassif. Curious about how the brain works? Get your neuroscience knowledge with some laughs at Misbehavior Journal Club. This fortnightly science-slash-comedy podcast is where two lady researchers bring you the latest studies on behavior. It stars Amiel Moreno and Leah, a.k.a. Leah, or vice versa, Crevet. Finally, we have a new low. The podcast has started it all. This show features Farzad, Headphone Joe, Kyle Loader, L. Greg, and Scott by Scott. They discuss anything and everything depending on their moods or their level of sobriety at the time. Thank you for supporting the Anulo Network, and feel free to share your favorite episodes with friends and family. Thanks again, and goodbye.